Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We love to interact with all you guys. So this week, we are doing 10 under the radar IPs that we think could translate into that haven't good been houses that haven't been that some I'm sure have been talked about um, others maybe not but these were not your typical like as we have on the TV um, conjuring these aren't like the big heavy hitter scream um, these aren't the ones it like people that have been like why is this not like yeah the, they're the, not the heavy well, the, hitters like the big that you would mainstream, you know, movies or shows or whatever that like you would expect them to eventually do if they could get the rights to it. Yeah. Um, obviously, like with Scream, they've attempted it. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, they tried to, and it was and it was converted to something else because of the rights issue that came up with it. But yeah, we're trying to avoid the 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 big ones that everybody knows. Yeah. So pick some, I'm like, hoping that we picked a few. We we, yeah. we we got at least a couple from <laughs> suggestions. So. Yeah. You know, we heard from we heard from a couple of you, so we know that you know we definitely think that these will speak to the audience. Who knows? Maybe not. We're in the same boat with a lot of the people, and yeah, like you said, these aren't like ones that I, I don't know how else to word it, but they're they're not those heavy hitters. These are like those obscure ones that probably c- could, in my mind, translate to a fun house. Maybe scary, maybe some just more yeah, like we, we definitely didn't flesh this out and like broke down all the different like scenes, like layouts, and how the house would be, yeah. the scenes and stuff. Just because you know that would and it's not our a lot of time. And yeah, and it's not our it's not our top ten. It's just yeah, 10. no, these are just so we can revisit this idea down I mean, the road with ten I, more. I'll admit that my, at least the ones that I'm bringing to the table are movies that I've watched and I really like, yep. and I've you know hold a special place in my heart. Well, so some of these movies are I've watched and not liked, but I think would be a yeah, fun house. well, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Um, a lot of people don't like Freddy versus Jason, which again, yeah. we have to change that. Yeah, you have to like Freddy versus <laughs> Drop Jason. Drop that stigma. But um, you know, yeah. So I think a lot of those types of you know movies that may or may not be fan favorites maybe more cult classics like you know a small group of people like like them quite a bit larger audience doesn't but it could still turn out to be a pretty fun you know experience for a house so hopefully these are uh agreed upon by the masses and they you know side with us when it comes yeah, right. to you know what, what <laughs> some what of these, these options that we've we've bringing up and i'm sure some of us will not and some of us won't but you know it is what it is i've got one that i think if they did this before another one people would like lose their minds so mm-hmm. i'm interested to see what the response to this yeah. is but we'll go from there and these aren't in any particular order either no, so these are just before we get into it you know <laughs> just let you know that we're not ranking these it's just these are 10, ten movie or ips that we've come up with that we think would work well as a house that yeah. may not 
aren't the top of the lists for a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So before we get into the fear, let's get into the beer. We yeah. got some funky ones so we're, tonight. We're uh, double dipping the Drecker. Yeah, uh, really back like on the, the Drecker train. Really like the Drecker last week. Um, it's the same can style art from that other one we did. Uh, I'm forgetting the name of it already, so so sue me. <laughs> but um, I found these ones over the weekend. So yes, I actually made it back to the liquor store and got some beers. I'm not stealing beers from other people. Like I'm actually providing the beers this week. It's been a while, so last hopefully week was... we can I can keep up with that a little bit. But um, so this one's called Blackberry Lime Brains. Mm. So we're talking about how we hate zombie movies. That's a lie. We don't hate zombie movies. We're just tired of zombies. Boring. But been there, done that. But we are going with a can. Uh, it's all about zombies. Um, it's kind of nasty looking. It's cool. And it's a double fruit smoothie sour. So, so it's not give, give the people a visual on the YouTube. Yeah. So it's not like a milkshake IPA, but it's more of a sour ale. But it still has that smoothie, that fruit smoothie style shakiness. So it's gonna have some some uh, lactose in it and. On the can, what it says, it's got actually, it's got three different types of malts. It's got pale, pale two row, wheat, and carafoam. I'm not, a, I'm not an expert, so I don't really know what those are specifically, but they're three different types of malts. There are two different types of hops, Magnum hops and Hallertau Blanc. Um, and then there's some flora in it, which is lactobacillus culture. Basically, it gives it that sour, that yeasty, that sourness. Um, and there's house ale yeast. And then the gimmicks, which are blackberry, more blackberry, lime, more <laughs> lime, sea salt, lactose, and vanilla beans. So mm-hmm. it's going to give you that really thick, creamy, like sour, smoothie and coated style, at the end or something. sour. But <laughs> it's also an ale, so it, it's not necessarily like a pale ale. So it's more of an ale with a heavier malt base. This has a lot um, of components in it. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot to this. I've never had it again. This it is the second Drecker I've had. And Drecker obviously again is out out of North Dakota. Yep, because we had um, the long haired freaky dude. Yeah, the long haired freaky dude. That's what it was. And we and I actually spoke with the the beer guy at the, at the uh, liquor store that we go to, and he's kind of like the guy that brings in all the different types of sh- stuff. So he's kind of like a beer nerd like we are. Um, and he was talking about it, and I said, "Yeah, and Drecker, they're like out of South Dakota or North Dakota or whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, man, I, I don't know." I don't know how we ended up getting it, but like I try to do like one case of each of different things, and it might make sense because yeah. you know you don't want to get like a three or four cases of something from North Dakota, and, and it doesn't nobody sell. nobody buys it. Yep. But these guys are good, so if you can find Drecker where you are, check them out. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know how well they're distributed across the country because yeah. our liquor place gets really weird out there stuff they that get, there's most so people many can't get. Yeah. So there's so many I don't breweries know. too that like. You never know what's going to pop up next. I did notice that on Twitter, we're getting called out. We're, we're, we're getting called out by not doing our Florida Chicago beer swap. I don't oh, know. Yeah. So we'll we get that trade. We, we, we got to reach out. We got to reach out with the the is art it of partying. Art yeah. of partying. Yeah. yeah. We got to get we to reach out to them and. Yeah. We've, um, it's tough. Set up, we, set up some sort of pretty transfer. Hectic, we have hectic lives. I know it's and, hard. It's hard, but we'll, we'll figure something out. So if you guys are listening, oh, um, our boys, keep 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 up with us because we'll definitely figure something out to do with you. Um, so let's crack let's these crack bad this boys things. open and see what they taste like. I love sours, so I'm banking on a on a beauty here. I love those ooh. smoothies too. Ooh, ooh, it is heavy it's on be the line. Tart, right? It is heavy on the line. I'm expecting. Oh, it to that be. is not the color I expected. Oh, see, that's what I was thinking. Wow, that dark muddy pomegranate look so you can get kind of one or two different ways here so obviously it's obviously the blackberry like we we you know we understand that so that's you know that's where that's coming from <laughs> that um, ending is just 
it's the deep red. It's oh yeah, it's I'm, like I'm colorblind, so out. I think that it's red. Yeah, it's like a yeah. So it's yeah. a deep, deep. It's like, like a purpley red. Yeah, it's and the, even the head on it's like kind of kind of purpley to it oh. too. It's this it smells taking, really good. This is take me back to those warhead sours that we had. Oh yeah, the warhead that sours like, that were like punch you in the mouth. Yeah. Oh, All right, well, I'm just gonna dive into it. Whoa! Woo! Sorry, I didn't mean to yell in the mic. Ooh. Oh, man, that is strong. That cuts back, like, behind you. See how thick it is at the end, too? Mm. It's, it's... Woo! Oh, boy. That... Yikes. I can feel that still. And like, this isn't a bad yikes, because, again, I like sours. But I can sometimes, feel that behind my ears, still. It's, it's like having a sour candy where you feel it in your teeth. Yeah. Like, you feel it back here. Ooh. And it lingers. Wow, it lingers. Let's see if it's, it's not a quick sour. It doesn't, let's see if it, she bites just as as much as she does in the second time. I I believe it does. That's for sure. Wow. Good God, I gotta get a picture of this bad boy. Ooh. Yeah, it does. Let's pour the rest of this in there. Some of it. It's so thick. Like at the end, like that's what she said. Um, <laughs> like coming out, it's just like was sitting at the bottom, or but it's just it's like yogurt coming out, which is not bad. Yeah, and I mean, that's I like that. That's that smoothie. I mean, that's that smoothie of part of it. And that's totally fine. Like, I, I'm down for the smoothie stuff. Again, it, what's hard with, at least for me, what's hard with lactose beers is that you really have to get it at the right time. If you don't, if it if it sits too long, um, obviously they can go bad because it's milk sugar, it's lactose. Um, but at the same time, it also will change over time the flavor. Now, sours will typically get more sour, at least as far as I know. I don't know. I could be completely off base with that, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but... You can definitely, it's hit or miss, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the brewery or anything like that. It's just that if you get it, if you get it at too long of a time, it can just feel off or taste off. But this is really, really good. So I don't actually know the date that it was canned. So I'm assuming these are pretty fresh. Oh, so um, we got, I got to interrupt. We have breaking news. Oh, no. This like, is, of course, going to interrupt with our recording really? schedule. Um, tomorrow, oh, God. But I'm, I'm going to release this episode tonight now. So that way, if we can sneak another episode in, we can. Are they releasing another spec map? Tomorrow. <laughs> Version 2.0 is supposed to be released by Horror Night Nightmares tomorrow. Horror Night Nightmares, what are you doing to so, us? So, let's say fucking Wednesday. This so is Wednesday. We're recording on a Wednesday. I'm going to drop the episode fucking tonight now. All right, well, um, yeah. So and we'll try and scramble. Happy and get, Thursday, everybody. Yeah. So we're going to try and scramble and maybe get something going another oh night. God. I have a concert tomorrow night, but we can maybe record remotely or something. Yeah, why don't we do a, do like a remote session? We'll, we'll drop we'll that on. Like quick. Yeah, we'll drop that on, on that third. So you're going to get two episodes this week again. Oh, getting, lucky sons of bitches. You're getting Thursday and and. And maybe maybe Thursday. Sorry, that was mean. Well, I Wednesday, that. I Wednesday night, that. and Thursday slash Friday. Y'all are good point. people. So I'm I'm the bitch. We're coming at you hard this week. I yeah, guess. Yeah, that'll be fun. I hope that actually happens. Yeah, um, I'm interested to, it out. So yeah, so I'm interested to it. see breaking what, what changes. Yeah, I'm excited because it's quick. That I'm was quick, excited. right? And I mean, they usually I wasn't expecting another one for a month or so. Yeah, that's. Uh, I wonder. So wonder what may have happened behind the scenes that maybe made them they're going to be starting doing releases soon. They're going to start putting information out now potentially. Soon. Or maybe everybody like listened to Fear and Beer and was like, they might be onto something with the haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. And we're like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see about those. But all right, let's get into this episode. Um, I guess because of that news, we'll, we're not going to go quick or anything like that. But this, well, we might. We'll see. Um, so let's jump in. We got 10 IPs that we think are, quote unquote, under the radar. Um, and yeah, so let's just see where that uh, 
see where that takes yeah. us. Do you want me to just go? You want to start with your top one? Or yeah, do you I'll start, start with, with I'll start with one. And like I said, I don't have them ranked or anything. Yeah, like neither that. do I. Um, and this one is definitely out of left field a little bit, but just bear with me. Um, and I will start it out with a little quote that I think will probably <laughs> let you know where we're going with this property. And you should know after the first two words. And that is, remember, remember the 5th of November. Of gunpowder treason and plot, I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. So you must, think, you must be talking about the classic Citizen Kane. Yeah. Oh, no, we are sorry, talking I forgot. V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Um, yeah, I know it's not a horror movie. Um, it doesn't I know have it doesn't to be have necessarily. Like, yeah, I know I mean, it's The not, weekend isn't a horror movie. I know how, I know how yeah, some people right. are sensitive because yeah, we'll see we tomorrow. had critical, critical <laughs> opinions about potentially The weekend having a house. But, you know, he's not horror necessarily. So, no, but, nor, um, nor, nor, nor was Billy Eilish. But, yeah. But so I think it's 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 an interesting it's in IP. It's an interesting pick. I think there's things that work. I mean, there's definitely a lot of a psychological aspects of it. Yeah, it's um, definitely got that. Um, it's got that search and destroy esque. Yeah, seek like, and destroy. S- sorry, seek and destroy. <laughs> seek and destroy. It's got that Metallica. It's got that very, um, you know, overlord controlling civilization type feel to it so mm-hmm. it'd be an interesting interesting house um, it took me it took me by surprise a little bit when you said it because you're right it's not a horror movie it's not traditionally known as a horror horror film it's more of a a sci-fi action adventure type movie I mean I guess it's not really sci-fi but in a way well no it's not science fiction more so than alternative history so I guess you can call it I, I don't know but there are a lot of elements to that movie that would work as a house um, obviously, the Guy Fox mask is iconic. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got your scare actor right there. Even though he's not really a scary character, he's the hero. Yeah. But you could do a lot of... He's, he has a villain-esque yeah. aspect and to him. I, I think my point is you can do a lot of non-scary scares, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Where it's like he's surprising you because he's coming yeah. out of different places. He's taking and his daggers angles. and he's right, you know, doing the V symbol right, and it's, right, the right. sparks are going and stuff like that. It's definitely one of those IPs that would kind of be like an experience house more than anything else. Like yeah. You get to experience the movie up close. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have the alleyway mugging, um, yeah. like being in like... The TV news station area where yep. it's like overtaking the BBC, it and, yep. and, and hacking well, through the, the systems BBC, and but like their version, their of, their version of it. I think it would be fun. I mean, obviously you have the prison cell. Natalie Portman has to shave her head and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It'd be kind of cool to even walk through his like little lair with yeah, all his, his house, like his the jukebox. Like again, there's aspects. I mean, look at Ghostbusters. Look at Beetlejuice. Right. I mean, I mean people will say that. Well, that's about ghosts and, and zombies and dead people and yeah. stuff. But but at the end of the day, the scares weren't necessarily like. Scares, no, you know, like they would, they were jumps, and it was like people talking or like right, but it was more experiencing this, the movie scene, yeah, really up close, yeah. So it would just be more like, like that aspect of it, not as like the funny, goofy house, but the houses that you know have scares that aren't necessarily scary. It's right. not anything horrific. It's just somebody right. jumping out and doing the whole thing. It'd be Agreed. easy to cast because uh, you just have half the guys in Guy Fox's masks and. I don't know. I think it would just be fun, and I was just rewatching it, so that was on my mind. I think it would at least be dark enough to to constitute yeah. getting some. It's an interesting some pick. Style I mean, it's it. definitely one that I think will be pretty. I don't want to say divisive, but <clears throat> I don't think some people will agree with it. But I think that you know, it's definitely an interesting idea, interesting thought process. Because I mean, I'll admit all of the ones I'm bringing are horror movies in some yeah. way or sci-fi movies, but yeah. I think that's kind of like 
obvious. So it's kind of cool to kind of go out there a little bit with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now so I kind of wish I did go out there with it. <laughs> so now what we got. So my first one, um, we were talking last week about how we don't really think a lot of creature features or gaiju movies would necessarily work as a house. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was kind of mulling around in my head, and I and I think maybe we are a little too quick to discount all creature feature movies. Yeah. So I'm going with one which isn't really a creature. I mean, it is a creature, but it's more of a like a down close to home uh, creature because it's something every a lot of people have at, at their homes, and it's Cujo. Um, I looked up and down to see if they had done a Cujo house before, and they have not. Even in a Stephen King type house, they have mm-hmm. not done a Cujo. They've done The Shining, I think, and that's pretty yep. much it. Mm-hmm. So Stephen King, I've said before, um, obviously is my favorite author, but. He's ripe for the picking when it comes to various ideas for houses. I think there's so many easy picks that you can you can kind of you can kind of go with when it comes to Stephen King. Um, obviously, The Shining is the biggest well known. It's been done before at multiple parks, but I think there's a lot of ones, a lot of stories within his canon that could be done if they could get the rights to it. Uh, and obviously, it's the popular one. Everybody wants to do it, which makes sense because Pennywise is a classic. You know classic character and he's just someone that you know works so well um, for all different kinds of mediums but I think Cujo would be kind of fun because it is out of all of Stephen King's um, stories it's definitely one that people I think tend to forget about a little bit mm-hmm. um, obviously like I said The Shining and it and a few of his other works are a little more poignant a little more um relevant because mm-hmm. of the movies that have come out recently Carrie, Pet Cemetery. so people don't think of Cujo quite as much and you could obviously I think go Pet Cemetery too with this pick but I think that Cujo is a little more unique and a little more underrated yeah um, because of the fact that you know it really does take place for the most part the movie does you know for the important stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> the important scenes yeah um, when it comes to like horror and scariness yeah you know, it's you're confined to a car, yeah, and that's what makes that movie so tense and suspenseful. Is that how are they going to get out of this? The car is dead. They can't get out of the car because the dog's going to just tear them to shreds. Yeah, it's this big monstrous Saint Bernard who's obviously rabid Foaming, yeah, or yeah. like sick. Um, but I think what would make this house kind of relevant to a lot of people, like I said before, is a lot of people have dogs at home. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've got a couple larger sized dogs. I don't know what I would be able to do if I, you know, my dog was. Just snapped and, and yeah. just snapped and decided to murder one of you know one, <laughs> one of us of in the house or, yeah. or something like that. So I think that that is kind of close to home in a sense that it would work well as a scare mm-hmm. type thing. And they um, would do great with the puppets. Like exactly. they've done awesome so, puppets with like American so Werewolf we, in London right. House. So we've talked about the puppet puppetry that they've used. American Werewolf in London is a great example. Um, so I think it's different enough from a werewolf movie or a werewolf story that it could be different and be interesting and I think like we said before I think they can play with lighting a little bit with this because obviously that movie takes place during the day as well as well as at night and it's kind of the course over the course of time um, so I think you could do some things with that um, you can have the you know the car itself like the Ford Pinto be like in one scene um, but you could also walk through you know Cujo's territory his, his, his land the house that he lives in the house that he you know and the owners that have them, and this that other thing, and kind of make it like a Texas Chainsaw style mm-hmm. house, but like without Leatherface, it's the dog. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of things you do with sound 
obviously you can do a lot of those like snarling sounds that they have in the movie and like a lot of the stuff that they use with that and then of course the puppets and I almost think that like you could almost do sounds and exterior scares up until the final scene which is you actually get to see the yeah. dog puppet yep. so it's a lot of like doors opening and snarling and stuff as he's trying to get you from, from that to the That'd door big, yep. and the sort of different things like that um, who knows I mean I, again it's 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 really obscure I get it and there's probably other properties from Stephen King's canon that people want to see first mm-hmm. um, so it's not we're not saying that like we want to see these ones necessarily ahead of something else yeah. obviously we both want a knit house mm-hmm. yeah but I didn't want to go it because that's everyone wants it like obviously it's obvious like yes yes of course yes, yeah of course give it to us it. but I love Cujo I think Cujo's super underrated uh, both as a book and the movie and maybe I'm crazy for thinking that, but no, it's a great, it's a great. I think, I think it would translate pretty well, especially like the way that they nail the puppetry of like past houses. They could do amazing things with this one, right? So let's jump into my next one. This one is <laughs> can't be as bad as some of the ones that I've seen, but okay. So movie wise, hot garbage served on a summer day as a house could be pretty interesting and this was actually suggested as well um to us on instagram oh, so some this is, this is from one of you guys too so we were thinking we're thinking along the same lines uh and that is jason x <laughs> uber jason okay um this how ha- this movie i think has the most kills out of any friday 13th oh, movie with 25 for sure i mean not it's counting like, all of the ones it's in like the space a station. late 90s mid early 2000s yeah like slasher movie, so of course it's gonna be super high on the gore. And I mean, obviously we've both seen Jason X plenty of times. It's definitely not the best Jason movie. I don't remember from our rankings; it was done so long ago. If I ranked it dead last or not, um, so I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of turn. I have to go back and double check that list. But <laughs> um, yeah. So regardless of how you feel about the movie. I think there's a lot of things you could do in a house. I mean, I think it's an interesting set. It's fun because it would be like, I mean, you get that feel of Alien, like where you're on the spaceship. I mean, and, and I don't know how they would do some of these kills or like recreate them, but I remember someone got like their head frozen oh, and yeah. smashed. He, he shoved her head, her shoved her head in the um in the like I think it was supposed to be like night liquid nitrogen, nitrogen or yeah, something like just, that. Well, I mean, you could have, like, a cool, like, mask-looking thing and, like, a character walking at you with, like, like her head frozen or whatever and, you know. But something like that, when he's, like, he, he destroys the virtual girls, I think he has them in sleeping bags and he's yeah, just yeah, yeah. mashing yeah, he's them. smashing them. Yeah, so, I mean, there's fun stuff. And, then, like, it's just a way to have, you know, your, your of course, we said earlier, these aren't the heavy hitters like Jason and Michael, and, well, here we are talking about Jason, but, um... Well, I mean, the, in a sense, the it's movie like a is in a hobby hitter because every, I mean, when you think Jason, you want to see Jason in Camp Crystal Lake and mm-hmm. Jason with the classic hockey mask. Obviously, Jason X, he does not have the classic hockey mask. Yeah. Um, it's obviously. I mean, granted, in the well, in the beginning of the movie, yes, you do get you get you get the you get the the classic Jason for a hot minute, and then, you know. It changes quickly once he gets to space and it forwards mm-hmm. in time. Because remember, it forwards in time like a thousand year, a hundred years, something like that. Yeah. Um, so I think what would be cool about it is you could kind of do that thing where you first start in Camp Crystal Lake and it's normal present day, and you know there's Jason. Oh no. Yeah. And then like you transfer scenes and it 
forward so many years into the future mm-hmm. and then magic you know, for whatever reason you're on a spaceship now <laughs> it's fun it's just something and it's, Jason. it's something schlocky but again, it's, it's something it, different right. and it's also it's just to experience the movie up close I know I've said it before where it's like that's not always the most fun thing yep. but at least this movie it's wacky enough and corny enough that I think it would translate well into a you know what? Let's just go balls to the walls when it comes to like the set dressing and the scare acting and the gore. Mm-hmm. It just it just works so well for that. Yes. Yeah. And let's be honest. I mean, it's the only slasher movie out of the big three, we'll call them, mm-hmm. that I think fits that. I, I a lot of the Halloween movies are taken very serious for the mm-hmm. most part, and yeah. and that's fine. I get it. Even. Even Halloween Resurrection, <laughs> resurrection. Yeah. even Resurrection, you can say what you will, but oh, that movie wasn't taken. Yes, it was. They took yeah. that very seriously. You can tell when they mm-hmm. made it. That's why I don't hate that movie. Yeah. I've said before that's not my least favorite. It's like, it's like my second least favorite yeah. Halloween movie. Yeah. But the point is, is that you can you can find ways to translate Jason X into a full on 3D experience for people mm-hmm. and find ways to make it fun, even though the movie's pretty much trash yeah it's 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 hot garbage i know i'm sorry if you like jason <laughs> x i get it the cult following don't come after us i said i watch all the jason movies during halloween like i get it but you know you know like jason you x know knows where it belongs not, exactly i mean it, it knows what it is right they did that on on, on reason all right so your next one so up. my next one is actually when i watched i'm sorry my next one is uh when i watched last night um happened to see it on shutter and i don't know if it's recently added or not um i think it's much like kujo was like stephen king one of stephen king's more underrated properties this Mm -hmm. might be one of john carpenter's underrated movies um and no it's not assault in precinct 13 it's uh the fog um the 19 i think it was 1980 straight up just 80 i don't know i have to double check on that what year it came out but um, don't confuse this with The Mist, which is a Stephen King story. Um, this is The Fog. It's very similar, um, but in tone, completely different. Um, completely different monsters, obviously. Uh, but what I love about The Fog as a movie is it is relatively... Well, not relatively, it is. It's simple. Uh, very simple story, very, to, very straight to the point. You know, this glowing fog comes over this small coastal town in California called um, Antonio Bay and within the fog is the ghosts or the reanimated <laughs> evil dwell evildoers that who were actually members of the town a hundred years prior who were murdered um, for their gold I think if I can remember correctly, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they basically wanted their gold back, which was turned into a gold cross by the priest of, of 100 years prior. Yeah. And the priest's grandson is the one that gives it to him mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. It's It It sounds weird. If you haven't seen The Fog, I, I suggest you go watch it, especially if you're a John Carpenter fan, because it's worth completing his... If you're going to complete his... The whole collection. His collection. Yep. you got to watch this one, because I think it's one of his better films after Halloween. Um, but I think, obviously, one of the big things about Halloween Horror Nights that everybody loves and everybody talks about and everybody can't wait to get back and do is the fog. We love that smell of the fog. (laughs) Give me the fog. So why not do a house that specifically dwells, for the most part, with that fog? Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can't make it so nobody can see, but I think there's a lot of cool effects you can can do with the fog. And when when you're indoors, 
you can control it a lot better. Mm-hmm. So you can control the level of fog. You can control the lighting of it a little bit better. So it gives you that effect that you get in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can, from there, just kind of do your creature stuff, like your slasher creature style stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like how you get with... Um, uh, depths of fear where you have those yeah. you know weird underwater type creatures because these guys are like murdered sailors I guess essentially yep. so granted this is kind of like doing a um, dead man's dead wharf, man's style, wharf yep. type, 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 type type house so maybe praying, they, so maybe, praying to the gods so of maybe, maybe they won't do it um, just because of that fact they've already mm-hmm. kind of done their own original yep. take on it but not really because they haven't done the house yet yep. hopefully praise uh, fingers crossed but I think the movie just would work well. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't really any, like, remember re- characters that are easy remembered, I guess. They're just kind of people. They're yeah, just they're, characters. Exactly. Yep. They're just characters. And what, what makes them so memorable is the fact that it's basically the Halloween 2 cast. I mean, it's, you know, Tom Atkins, well, Tom Atkins is not in Halloween 2. He's in Halloween 3. But it, it's like all the key players and John, John early John Carpenter moved Cannon him over to the are next basically one. in this. Yeah. You know, John, Tom Atkins is in it. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, Janet Lee's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Nancy Loomis, like basically John Carpenter. They're people in a nutshell. It's like, hey, you guys want to make another movie? But exactly, but, that, but that's exactly yeah. it. They're just people, and you recognize them for who they are mm-hmm. in real life. Then you care more about that than you do their actual characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it is super goofy in certain ways, but it's also taken really seriously. And for what what little the story is, it mm-hmm. works really well. Yeah. And I think that just the ambiance and the fog and all this different stuff that we love about Halloween would mm-hmm. fit well into how it's based on the movie. It would be fun. It, it, it It's doable. Yeah, it's I, easy. It's a good I mean, It's super easy. Yeah. So let's jump into my next one, which, man, if you're going to look at, like, my picks, they are... <laughs> all over the place? All over the place. Mine um, are kind of all over the place, And this is going back to my love for just, like, those, like, ridiculous, like, 70s, 80s, like, crazy, <laughs> way out there... But could it work as a house? Probably. Maybe. Maybe. And that's Chopping Mall. Oh, I love Chopping Mall. Why have they not done a Chopping Mall house? It's just so ridiculous. Right? Um, you know, it, it would be hard to make, you know, the little robots like, er, er, Oh, er, it er. wouldn't be that difficult. But, like, they could do it. And then it's just, I mean, somebody's shot with a harpoon. Somebody gets their head fucking it's phenomenal. blown up. It's People phenomenal. get shot with lasers. It's like, so good. Imagine just being trapped in the mall and Some being stalked by security because of because of the laser beams. Little it's security so cool. robots. Like just the aesthetic of it. I mean, like '90s mall kid here. Well, right, like, exactly. So you could do my, do that '80s mall aesthetic as the backdrop, and then you can definitely find someone to build some. You know, prop style robots that you know can be either moved by puppetry or yeah. even I'm mean, sure there's a way they could do like actual moving yeah. parts. And again, like I know I'm not picking like the scary houses, and maybe that's like kind of like yeah, but- that's just kind of what I like. Like they're fun for me. Like yeah. I like I like the fun houses. I don't I don't need to be scared by all of them because I know the originals are going to be like exactly the heavy I'm, t- hitters. I'm with you there so i mean if you look at last year with like wicked growth and puppet theater and stuff like that like those are like those heavy hitters scares and stuff like that versus like what right. chopping mall could be like that 
goofy, schlocky, like one-linery. And again, you know, the characters in it are just characters. So like, you throw some eighties well, clothing on there, and and they're filled. Right, and basically, I mean, that movie is more about the robots than it is about anything mm-hmm. else. So that makes total sense. So it would hit that sci-fi. And I, I mean, think you get all you know, little you laser could, sounds. You could, you, you could get some of that horror comedy style like yep. Ghostbustery type thing yeah. with this house because mm-hmm. it's obviously a ridiculous story yeah it's a ridiculous movie mm-hmm. but it's still fun and mm-hmm. it and it would fit really well in the theme of you know let's just do fun goofy horror schlock yep. like Jason X would be it's the yep. same idea yeah so I mean that's really all I had for Chopping Mall um how much more can you add kill, yeah, kill I mean, the robots kill, in an kill 80s mall robots, killer security robots in an 80s mall I mean that's that's really all I got for us Nothing wrong with that. Uh, so my next one, which puts us at six, is this six? I think out of the ten. I think so. Somewhere yeah, around there. I think it's six. Um, my next one is Suspiria. Um, so it's. I don't. I, I don't like to consider it a deep cut, even though it probably is, because you know the movies I watch are all, for the most part, deep cuts, um, or at least the ones that I find most appealing. Suspiria is a very, very um, colorful. And I don't mean that in, like, a good way. Um, well, let me, let me reiterate that. It is good, the way it's filmed. It's really, really bright and colorful, but at the same time, unbelievably gory, mm-hmm. which is obviously, it's a 70s, 70s, 80s Italian, I don't know if you consider this giallo, because giallo is specific to certain tropes, and I guess... I guess it is. I mean, I guess you would consider it giallo, um, which is basically Italian for yellow, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're called giallo films. So, I should have done my research. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it was it was directed by, I believe, Argento. I think it's an Argento movie. Um, so, it's really, really gory. But it's done so... It's shot so well and so beautifully that it's like mesmerizing how yeah, bright like and colorful so it is and how cinematic it is yeah. for being as brutal as it is. And I think that when you translate that to a house, obviously the story isn't going to translate very well. It's, you yeah. know, uh, an American girl goes to Germany to this really famous dance school. And mm-hmm. then for whatever reason, there's a masked killer you never see who is just picking off all these dance students mm-hmm. one by one. And there's a big twist at the end and everything else. But what I think would, would translate well to a house is just that color palette. And yep. the ability to do the lighting, the setting, the sound, be the settings be really beautiful, really abstract. Like that's what I would expect to kind of be like. Wait, where are we? Like, what? Like, mm-hmm. what, is, what is this supposed to be? Like, have like really like strange angles, but with lots of color and lots of light and lots of gore, mm-hmm. all mixed into one. And I think it would really, really well as a house. Um, again, I don't really know how you translate the story very well, but. I don't think you need it if you can get enough. If scenes, it's just visual, yeah. If you get enough scenes and visuals, like. Does the story really matter? You know, does it does it have to be there? No, it doesn't. And you can, does Chopping Mall have a story? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, robots get uh, mirror, turned mirror, on mirror, and they mirror, become mirror. evil and they kill people. <laughs> it's a pretty good story. But yeah, I think this would work just visually. It'd just be a yep. stunningly visual house mm-hmm. that might work pretty well. Yeah, I just don't know how well it would draw people because like a lot of people don't know this movie. Yeah, um, I know that. I think the, the 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 deep cut of our audience probably recognizes this movie, yeah. or most of our audience probably knows this movie. But people that listen to us are like us, where they like do deeper dives into the genre. Yeah. And a lot of people that don't do deep dives into genre won't really know much about Suspiria. Maybe now they will because there was a remake done, mm-hmm. which I don't believe. 
I don't think I've seen the remake. I don't believe I have. I've only ever seen the original a bunch of times. So I don't know how good it is or how mm-hmm. bad it is, but maybe from that people will recognize it. Mm-hmm. But I would rather them focus more on the 70s, 80s, the late 70s or the 80s version of it. Like yeah. The original Italian, give me that because it's obviously shot on real film and it's yeah. it just it looks so much better than what's done on di- digital nowadays. <laughs> but... Yeah, that was my my next one. So I think we're on to seven. Yep. Eight. So this one, <laughs> it, I'm definitely like catering to my my needs, and that is now I'm on to like my sensory style houses that I just can't get enough. Nothing of. wrong with that. So I know there's parts of this movie that are, mm, let's just say, unacceptable, <laughs> to say the absolute least. Um, there's parts of this movie that are no good. Um, so we were just going to avoid those aspects, and I'm going to focus on just the stuff that would be. Well, now I'm really interested, <laughs> and that would be the 1997 Jack Frost. Oh, movie. Oh God, yeah, that's true. Um, so it's like <laughs> the serial killer Jack Frost turns into this becomes a snowman. Turns into this evil snowman. It's basically it's a, like it's like a, he gets into like a crash, and he. Tr- turns into the snowman and then everyone's like oh he's dead but he's not and he starts just killing people as a snowman right wasn't there like a kids movie about this like too though so there was also Jack Frost with I forget the name of the actor but it's not Michael Keaton no is it oh is it Dennis Quaid no I I Dennis Leary? No, I have to double check. You can check that one, but, but I, yeah, there's like two. Like, don't get confused. Yeah. Like, there's two different this movies. This is like, there's like the a kid's bad version. Family movie, yeah. and then it's like a murder. This isn't the one Chucky where like the kid's snowman. dad dies, and he like right, yeah, 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 inhibits the body of a snowman, and it's like a, a feel good family story. This is like the bad horror movie Jack Frost. Um, I mean, somebody gets an axe shoved down their throat. Someone gets a face full of ornaments. Um, a icicle impaling is like a must. Someone gets decapitated by a sled. I mean, this is stuff that, like... Oh, yeah, it's like... It was a toss-up, honestly, between this and Silent Night, <laughs> Deadly Night. But I figured this would have been a little bit more under the radar. Yeah, I definitely... Which is what we're definitely going for. 100%. Um, and again, this is a century-style house. And, like, imagine, like, how when we walked through either Graveyard Games with all, like, the little pup, like, little dolls, or Us, when you walk through all the mannequins and, like, there's some actors, there's some not. Oh, yeah, just all uh, the snowmen and stuff? A bunch of snowmen. And it would yeah. be, like, the scene from, like, The Office... <laughs> where Dwight builds a bunch of snowmen and you're yeah, walking yeah. through the cult and you don't know which one's jumping out and sometimes the best best snowball is the one not thrown so like <laughs> none of them actually move but like that feeling of dread that like you get you're waiting for it to happen yeah maybe it does maybe it doesn't but you know there's a little room right there I mean you could have all the whole crash scene and pretty much every room would just be a, a snowman killing somebody and it's just so outrageous that I think the creative team would have a lot of fun being able to sculpt some of that crap and and, and really get it going, um, but yeah, that's my uh, that's Jack Frost right there for you for a, a nice little little house. Um, want me to go into? Actually, you can you can go. Let me do my last one. Yeah, I've only got I've one. only got four, and then you can finish it off yeah. with the two that you have. Um, so I'm picking one, and like I said earlier, I do have one where I think that if they did this before a different movie, people would lose their minds, and. I, with with reason, like, I get it, but I didn't want to pick that one because, again, much like other ones on this list, we felt like I wanted to be underrated with it. I wanted to be different. I didn't want to do the ones that people have been asking for for the last 10, 15 years, however long it's been. But it is Critters, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of basketball-sized little aliens come down to Earth, and they start, you know, just raising hell. And obviously, you know, when you hear that, you go, what about gremlins? As Jimmy would say. <laughs> um, I get it. Yes, gremlins. Again, like it. Totally would you know we we wanted we want a Gremlins house we were surprised as we're as surprised as you are that they haven't done one. Um, it would take total sense. Uh, it would make total sense. You know that this could be that Ghostbusters Beetlejuice fun goofy house. Um, but because of that, you know, and, and because of everyone's gonna be like, what about Gremlins? I want Critters because I think Critters is a close second to the Gremlins franchise. I think that it's for you know mid 80s you know creature feature type stuff but rather than being like straight up horror this is obviously more you know horror dark comedy Mm -hmm. funny um oh look he's destroying an ET doll like that type of stuff so I think that like this could kind of be like that Ghostbusters slash killer clowns from outer space type house where it's Lighthearted to a point. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're doing awful things to human beings, but it's funny because it's yep. super sci-fi, super goofy, um, and the puppets. The puppetry for like this movie is really, really good. I love the way the critters look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're really cool with the big open mouths and the teeth <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. So bunch of teeth. So again, another movie where if you haven't seen Critters, if you only if if, if you're like a Gremlins diehard like Jimmy, and you haven't seen Critters, you need to go watch Critters because it will definitely fit that need. To mm-hmm. see like a Gremlin style movie, yeah. Um, because outside of those two movies, it really, scratches that itch. There aren't a whole lot of other ones that are good. Mm-hmm. Like Ghoulies, maybe, but it's a very steep drop in quality. Yeah, from Critters to Ghoulies. So, I just think it would be a fun house. That is, again, not a whole lot to talk about because it is what it is. I understand that we're going to get Gremlins before we get Critters, but mm-hmm. I still think that once they do it Gremlins, would work. it would be, f- and it's yeah. shown that it can work. Critters might be the next yeah, one. Yeah, don't have to go to Gremlins 2. Go yeah. to Critters. Yep. So, for the last two, um, number one, well, first of the last two, so number eight, I guess, um, quarantine. I know that's a word that we've Ooh. we've said. We, we've said too many times in the last like, couple um, years. That's too close um, to home, man. Too soon. But, I think this could work as a house. And, and the way that I envision it, if you're not sure of the movie, um, it's not it's not COVID related it's well, no, more it's like not. biological it's more just like a biological they, they pretty much thing. the the, the oh, I forget the organization CDA or whatever they, they quarantined this one apartment building because one girl's dog had rabies it bit somebody and it was a virus that got out so essentially somebody stole a virus from a secret right. lab and they're pretty much a host or starting this host in this apartment complex and they lock everybody in there and one by one they kind of contract this rabies variation the end is this really creepy night vision shot it's you know it's a found footage style movie so it's got a little bit of shakiness in there um but i think there's a lot of good scares throughout that time of of you know somebody you know looking normal and then running towards you and appearing different you could do some kind of mirror work there i think it would be cool is like if the ending you know we've seen stuff done in black and white before where all the characters and stuff like that and the costumes are all painted black and white what if like the ending of this house was done in some sort in in like a night vision style where the costumes and the characters were all like that lime greeny oh yeah black and you have like that little spotted lights going so that it gives you that look it like you the effect of you're walking in night vision right now so like it just gives you that weird aesthetic because that's really the last the last bit of the movie where it's 
spoilers. So you go in there and it's like this old man run walking around creepy naked and like or like dirty underwear or whatever reason. <laughs> um, and he starts like you know rifling through papers and like he doesn't know that they're watching him. They're using the camera to look through and see him and he kind of spots him. They, they drop the camera and he starts right. beating somebody and at the end is the poster where the girl's getting pulled away in night vision. Um, I think it would just be a fun thing and there's like you know cops and firefighters so like you can have the generic characters you yeah. can have the generic firefighter or whatever um, and, and I think it would just I think if you could nail like that night vision look as a visual I think it could do really well it would be fun it would be fun at least um, and then we'll just finish this episode off with something that was sort of at Horror Nights last year in a very small factor if you went to go see the um why can't I think of the Nightmare Fuel show? Oh, Nightmare Fuel. Duh. Um, and that would be My Chemical Romance. Yeah, we're who allowed, says, who we're, says we hate artists? We're allowed, we're allowed artists. to do musical, musical um, one. And this would specifically be a Black Parade house, obviously. Yeah, well, um, it's their... That's their, I mean... It's their darkest of, like... It's darkest. Not dark, but it, like... Well, the video aesthetics, and that's, you know, yeah, this is what more, people are doing with the other, you know, the... Billy Eilish, The Weekend, and stuff like that. Right. There, if <clears throat> there's something cool in the in a video format, if there's something good enough there that you can like flesh out a story out of the characters and stuff like that, then like, okay, sure, you got me. Um, and also, I'm an emo kid, so like, why wouldn't I want a My Chemical Romance house? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those artists who are like, yeah, let's see what they can do. I mean, like again, I was willing to give Billy Eilish a chance, and I'm willing mm-hmm. to give The Weekend a chance. Mm-hmm. I'd be just as willing to give... Yeah, but, like, know. the video does set up a really cool, like, aesthetic dystopian future. Yeah. They're on the... They're in the Black Parade. What's called the Black Parade? You know, it's all the skulls. It's, it's very, the like, Day of the Dead, almost. They yeah. have, like, what almost looks like as, like, um, like dictator-style jackets, like the black and white buckles. You got the dude in the hospital bed with, like, the blacked-out eyes and kind of walking up and stuff like that. I, it's something that, if you really dove into it, you could create a story in that world. It doesn't necessarily have to be the actual music video or right. with the lyric. You could you could do something in that world and play around with it. That would be a cool aesthetic. And obviously, you can have their music in there in some capacity. But you can do like that slowed down, like like the like weird versions of yeah. it. And you could play around with it. I I, I think there's enough there. Um, and it's an IP that's like I want to say under the radar because it's not a movie. It's not something you know. If you said musical artists they might you know start creeping up on the list there but right. just IPs you might not be thinking about it um, and I figured might as well throw a little curveball in there at the end yeah why not yeah alright well that's it for tonight um, yeah we had a big bomb drop on we us we had a big like, bomb drop on us stupid episode started <laughs> but um I'm not sure when you're gonna be hearing this episode um but you'll be hearing it that's for sure yeah so whenever you're listening to this hi yeah. So until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy haunts. This is cursed. Cursed. It's been a death curse. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one good scare. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check them out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.